welcome to the Mandalorian Podcast, the official Star Wars podcast of the Kid Commentaries Network. I'm your host, Drew Gretsch. And I'm your co-host, Owen Gretsch. And today, we're here uh, on this very fine Sunday. We were recording this on Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, you're playing some Battlefront 2, and we're like, you know, let's record the second episode of our new show, Unscripted. Mandalorian Unscripted. Which is where we basically talk about Star Wars stuff while we play video games mm-hmm. this started when uh uh when we when drew realized that uh that we have like a lot of good conversations while we're uh playing video games and now there's a podcast on it yeah no we're, that's what we do now um i i think this is pretty fun so far what do you think you think yeah. this is going good i think this is going really good i'm this is a lot of fun. Cause, I mean, we, we always do have really good Star... Like you just said this. Like, we always do have really good Star Wars conversations whenever we play these games. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just sit, let's get them. I mean, like, let's just get some content out of it, out of it you know? Yeah. Uh, and you guys need all the content you can. You know, right now, it's this whole uh, coronavirus outbreak. As I said, I hope everybody's doing safe. I hope you're all staying inside. Wash your hands. Wash your hands your face. for twenty. Yeah, you're supposed to wash your hands for twenty seconds. Don't touch your face. And what I heard is like you can even like, uh, like, home like the Imperial March for twenty seconds. <laughs> I might do that. I might do that. Um, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, uh, we're gonna talk about you know good stuff to watch. We are like while while you guys are all quarantined. This is day quarantine starting last Friday. So what day, day is this? This is day um eight. This is day eight or nine of our coronavirus. Day quarantine. nine for you, day eight for us. Yeah, it's been it's been fun. We've been we've been uh, e learning is going pretty good. Like luckily this the e learning thing passed back in August for our school, so we're able to get this. So like no, no, normally I think what it is is like you can have five days of e learning. No, um, you need a like permit to have more yeah, than five. Yeah, you need a permit to have more than five days, and luckily. We got that permit passed back in August, so then we'd have so like the so like this past week would've been fine, but then we'd have to make up school if we didn't after that. And I think we're gonna be out for a while. We're gonna be out until probably June. No, not June. I I I I'd be surprised if if we're back before May. Um, but what we've been doing, Owen, my dad, and I, we've been rewatching all eleven Star Wars movies. Uh, we watched. The Phantom Menace on Thursday, on Friday we watched Jack of the Clones, and then to d- and Saturday we watched Revenge of the Sith, and we'd already watched so like the week before. So then I went ahead on my own. And I watched and, and I rewatched Solo. So I'm today gonna, actually on on Sunday we we're watching like I've never watched Rogue One and A New Hope back to back, and I'm super excited to do that. Go rewatch with you. Yeah, you're gonna watch Solo with me because I think that's fun. You know, because I've never really like we've always t- talked about doing a full on Star Wars mar- marathon of watching of binge watching all the movies, but we've never done it. We've never done it. We got close back when Rogue One came out, but it uh, it kind of fell apart. Like we like the day before we saw Rogue One, like we we watched the prequels, and then we got back from from Rogue One, and then it was a few weeks li- later when we watched A New Hope, and then by that point, you no, know, like I we watched. Empire and Jedi, and then I don't think that, that we ever finished up Force Awakens, and by that point, the binge had gone on like a month, and it didn't really work. Yeah. Uh, but my dad had he, no, dad hadn't seen the prequels in, in years, and like he was surprised at how good they were now. Yeah, and I, 
Personally, I favor the prequels because mm -hmm. that's what I started with. Yeah, so you got that just extra bit of nostalgia. Yeah. I mean, I really like the prequels. I, I think I think um, people that don't like the prequels, they should go back and rewatch them. They're not bad movies. They're just mo mo movies that, you know, as we said before on this podcast, nobody was there to tell George no. Yeah. And, uh, um, so, um... Phantom Menace will always be my favorite because I just like, love the Darth Maul. That's when you saw first. That's when you saw first. And I uh, love, and it's mainly because of Darth Maul. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I mean, there's also a bit of nostalgia there. Like you know, this is the this is the movie that brought me in with uh, that you know like uh, that made me a, that made me a Star Wars fan. Like I actually know the day. Like I I went back to look at the family calendar from 2011 when I was in kindergarten to like look for it because I remember there was a thing that that like the night we had like an, a family event the night that I first saw A New Hope. And then like I I remembered it. Like I remembered the day it was September 3rd, 2011 when I first saw Phantom, the, um A New Hope. For you it was December 25th of 2012. Cuz so I remember cuz I remember I got the uh prequels on dvd for christmas one year oh my god there's a stormtrooper like all, all mandalorian yeah. style yeah uh yesterday when we were doing uh or two days ago for you um for you guys listening so uh i was darth maul and i and like i killed someone as as him and uh he on started endor, just on, endor. on endor and uh he just Kept on like hanging to the roof. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. That was so funny. Yeah. So, uh. And, uh, isn't that, uh, why. I'm. I feel like for, like, you and me, Joe, like, uh, I think that, like, whichever stars movie you start off with, um, you're, it's most likely that you will, like, favor that movie. Like, you favor A New oh, Hope, right? I. I I love A New Hope, but Rogue One is is still my favorite, and Rogue Which One will still... always be my favorite. Because Rogue yeah. One is just a really great movie. Rogue One is the best of of the Disney Stars movies. So I feel like that's the one that just I mean, like I remember, like like I still remember the like the like every reaction I had with my dad when we first saw The Force Awakens, and that was just such a special feeling. I'm tearing up right now and just talking about because that was just like a, a memory that I'll always have with me. It is just the first time seeing The Force Awakens and just how much I loved that movie. And that's why The Force Awakens, it, it, it's not my favorite Star Wars, but it, it's up there and it holds a special place for me. And of course, I, I can acknowledge, I know that it's a movie that copies A New Hope too much, but I... Way I, too much. I, I still love it. I, I still love The Force Awakens so much. But, you know, but Rogue One is, is I, I feel at least, the movie that feels the most like the original Star Wars. And I feel like that's why I like it. The most. Uh, also, if you guys, you know, I've said a lot in the podcast, but if you guys have, if you guys have Disney Plus, if you've accessed someone who has Disney Plus, like ask for their passcode, like give them a password for like Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or something, and just like watch the Clone Wars and Rebels. What, like, do as I said. Do not be turned off by the animation. Do not be turned off by the animation. It, it is great, but it's, it's dark. It's, it it it's can be dark at times. There's um, suicidal clones. No, there are. No, there's not. I, I there. thought that was the thing that's not. But there's like, 
you know, like dr like separatist droids who, you know, suicide bomb uh, Republic uh, outposts, and like, in, in the middle of Coruscant, like, during a Senate meeting, and it was... Yeah, I mean, it, this show is animated because of the budget, and if it was a live action, it would cost billions of dollars. Yeah. Like, that's why Lucas started with... it would with, probably be rated R or something. No, it wouldn't, but that's why Lucas started with uh, 4, 5, and 6, because he knew that to do the prequels, it would cost a lot more money. Cost a lot more money to do, start with, to, uh... Because the, the technology like, was, wasn't there. What am time. I missing out on for Star Wars? Because it went from... Uh, it went from, didn't go from like, uh, A New Hope, Star Wars, A New Hope to Episode 5. It's like, mm -hmm. what am I missing out on? Actually, it wasn't that titled A New Hope. It was titled, was um, it No, it, it started Wars? out, no, by, by the time of the release of Empire, it was titled A New Hope. And then, I, I was mistaken when I said this earlier on the podcast, but, uh, it was titled episode four for the special editions in 1997 because by because by then the prequels had been announced we knew we were getting one two and three so that's when uh so that's when Lu lucas went back and he renamed them episode four new hope episode five empire and episode six jedi yeah so should we talk about the big elephant in the room. What's the big elephant in the room? That's Jedi. Last well, Jedi. That's kind of a two-year-old elephant in the room. But okay. Two-year-old elephant Jedi. in the room, but it's still it's an big. elephant. It's pretty big. The most, as 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 Oval Force Radio continues to call it, the most divisive Star Wars film of all time. Hmm. Um, I think we have the same problem with Last Jedi, and and I like it a lot more than you do. I do, do you not just not not like it because of you know, just like the fan reaction to it, and because you're just scared to admit that that, that you like it, because I feel like that would be a lot of. Canto Bite, it was, kind of. Canto Bite was. Can Canto Bite was bad, like. Mostly because, fandom, but. Uh, what do you mean fandom. I mean, Star Wars has a, Star Wars has a very vocal fandom. We did talk about this. Uh, you know. Everybody thinks that Star Wars belongs to them. Which it does, but not entirely. If you it does. believe if you believe that only the books are canon, then t then you think that. Not, and no, you're kind of par paraphrasing what I'm saying. But like you can just like the people who have been Star Wars fans for forty years don't see themselves as better. F like the people who have been Star Wars fans for forty for forty three years now. And have you know seen everything, read everything, played every game? They those. I mean, of course, I'm generalizing, but some of those some of those people believe that they are better Star Wars fans than the people who have just seen the movies. That is not the case. Everybody, no. uh, our kid. Do, do you them, know more about the universe? Yes, it makes you bigger fans, but not you, better fans. Yes, you can, you can be a bigger fan. Like, but not I mean, a I, fan. I, I, even I would be careful with that because. You know, maybe you, maybe all you can afford to do is see the movies. You know, you can still be a huge fan, but uh, you're still a fan. You're still a fan. You can have just read the Vader comic and still be a fan. And then you know, guess what? You're a Star Wars fan, and you have every right to have whatever opinion you have. You know, Star Wars fans were so opinionated about everything. And of course, I'm not saying my opinion is right about this, but. 
But you know, but everybody should have their own opinion. Everybody should get to voice their opinion, and nobody should be uh, berated or uh, attacked on social me- media for that opinion. Yeah. That's just what happened with with Kelly Murray Tran a, a, a few years ago was awful. What happened? Uh, she was just attacked. So so for so for those of you who who don't know, Kelly Murray Tran played Rose Tico in The Last Jedi, and you know, people did not like that character. And is, is it an actress's fault if you don't no. like a character? No, it's not her fault. But you know what? But people had people attacked her, and, and not Ryan Johnson. Of course, people did attack Ryan Johnson. I think the Didn't they send him like, death threats? People sent a lot of death threats to Ryan Johnson. Uh, but, you know, I think also something I had to do with it was that, you know, she was... Uh, a lot of racism and sexism, because uh, you know, Kelly is uh, an Asian woman. You know, and while I think that, while I don't think Rose is a great character, I'm very happy with the uh, with the performance by Kelly Marichan. I think she, she she did a great job in that role. While I'm while you know Rose isn't my favorite character, I think that she could have been used some more in. In the rise of Skywalker, and not just being sent home to, to study. Mm-hmm. Study the Star Destroyers. Study those specs of the Star Destroyers. Oh, I just ordered um, the visual dictionary for the rise of Skywalker, because guess what? So if you don't explain it in, in a movie, i got to go spend another... Because I, I just got, got, got the novelization, so uh, after paying you know $20 for my ticket... Because these tickets were expensive! These tickets were expensive. These were like $20 tickets. But, uh, no, no, I just, uh, got the novelization for $20. I pre-ordered that, and then I got the... So in total, you spent like I spent like another $35. Or like $100 just trying to, like, understand mm-hmm. Rise of Skywalker. And that's also stuff for movie. a commentary track. It's also for a commentary track, because we're going to need... Because there's a lot of stuff that wasn't... Because you shouldn't need other shouldn't stuff need, like, to explain the movie. You shouldn't it's need the movie's to job to explain like itself. And I still uh, I, I still really like The Rise of Skywalker, okay? I just saw, like, a whole bunch of stormtroopers falling from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> it just, like, fell. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, you, like, you shouldn't need source material. You shouldn't need to pay $100 you sh- to, to find out about... One movie. Like, if it's important enough, like, where did... Like, I feel like that's a lot of people's problem with The Rise of Skywalker, is that it doesn't really... Is that, you know, it's just too fast-paced. A lot of stuff isn't explained. Much like Palpatine, you know, people will... Three stories. Three stories. What? Three stories in one movie. Three plot points. Yeah, I mean, there was a whole thing with the spy with Hux that I I really I, that I, I was super. I knew I knew it was him from when Kylo said. Don't just call him Vader. Hmm. Don't just call him Vader. Kylo is. Maybe that's also a problem. Kylo? He's too much like Vader. Uh, when Kylo said that like he was like scared of like him being there, mm-hmm. and I knew it was like <gasps> he's the spy. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. I, I maybe I did. I guess I just forgot. But uh, no, I that was definitely a like 
Dude, our theater clapped. I, 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 didn't, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but like when that twist happened, like when that reveal came out, like, you know, like, I'm the spy. Like our, our, our theater started cheering. Yeah. Um, we, uh, the theater started cheering when. It's like um, people start chanting, hugs, hugs. No, no. That'd be too inappropriate for a movie, but, um, you know, people started cheering when the, uh, when, you know, the crawl, the opening crawl, there's something we didn't get, like, people started cheering, so we started cheering for the, uh, Force Awakens crawl, we did not get a cheer for The Last Jedi, though. I feel like, because it's just a difference, because, um, you know, it's just the middle mo movie between knowing it will get one more, uh, I'm and knowing sure, that like, there's gonna be no more movies. In my opinion, like, the middle movie is kind of, like, always... Kind of bad. Empire, Empire, Empire was the exception, but it was still good. But you, I think people Empire. could say that even in all in for in Attack of the Clones, it was still pretty good. But mm -hmm. it it isn't. It wasn't for me. It just wasn't as good as like Revenge of the Sith and. And Phantom Menace. So I think and the and the creepy. same and I'm pretty sure this for me the same thing happened with Empire. Mm -hmm. Still pretty good, but not as good as A New Hope and that. And yeah. Last Jedi. It's like okay, middle movie is gonna be could be like still pretty good, but not as good as the last one will be. And they were kind of wrong and kind of right. It, it all depends on who you ask. Like, The Rise of Skywalker is a movie where if you hate The the Last Je Jedi, then, then you'll love The Rise of Skywalker. But if you love The Last Jedi, you'll probably not uh, not really like Rise of Skywalker. Because it's a movie that really just... It, it, it's a movie that takes what came before it and kind of just craps on it. Like, oh, it's... Like, Colin Tre Trevorrow's script. Colin Trevorrow's script was much, like, that's a story that built upon the both the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. But also, did they release the original script for it? He leaked it. He he, he leaked it. I, Disney would not be releasing the, like, of course, like to Disney, like there was never a script for. Well, there probably was. But uh, they, with Disney would never confirm nor deny what the uh, script for Duel of the Fates would have been. No, for but The Last it, Jedi. What, what do you mean? Colin Trevorrow was like directing The Rise of Skywalker and it was titled had, Duel of the Fates. Uh, if they had yeah. stayed with like the same director, J.J. Abrams, then... I, I think it would have made a lot more sense than having three directors. While I hope that this... I mean... While I hope this has, has been a learning experience for Disney, I, and, and I don't want to see 10, 11, 12, but for this next tr trilogy that comes out, you whether whether it's the 10, Ryan Johnson trilogy, 12. which I doubt, I, I, I don't think that trilogy is going to happen, uh, do you think that the Kevin Feige movie, because we just know that he's developing it, like he could just be the producer. We don't know, we don't have any details on him, we don't know if he, because like Kevin Feige, like I don't know if, like, he's never directed a Marvel m movie. I feel like, like he's the president of Marvel Studios, but he's just produced the movies. He's never been a director. He's not a writer or anything. And I feel like that's one of the problems with Kathleen Kennedy is Kathleen Kennedy has too much input. Like, 
we talked about this on Friday, is that, you know, Feige gives the director's notes about what has to happen in each movie, and then, you know, you can fill in the gaps with that also. And maybe it could be, like, too much notes, it might be too little notes, just needs to be notes. That was the problem with Age of Ultron, that Feige gave Whedon too many notes. Um, the book you're saying about the last, with what we were saying about The Last Jedi, I only have, like, one problem with it. Mm-hmm. Well, two. Um, three, actually. Uh, let's see. Hux gets thrown around, Canto Bite, and, um, Haldo. Yeah. Um, we did, do we, I don't, I don't really remember, because the conversations are all blurring together, but I don't remember if we talked about this, but, you know, but... At that point, when there's only 400 people in the resistance left, Haldo should have told Poe her plan. You have to tell her. We, the plan. You have to tell him. We talked. We talked talk about, about the uh, off we, air. No, off right. air. Yeah, off air. Off air. Yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 I she's already acknowledged he's like a hot shot pilot. You know, like trigger happy. Uh, so, like by that point, like she, I, f- I feel like she knows if he that if she doesn't tell tell him. Then he's just gonna do something incredibly risky, and we do see Poe, you know, grab like struggling with that in *Resistance Reborn* and the last few issues of the Poe Dameron comic, even in *The Rise of Skywalker* not novelization. That Poe feels responsible for the loss, for you know the Resistance being dwindled down to only a few people because of his actions at no, the beginning of *Last was, Jedi*. No, the it was because car. of Haldo. Was, no, Haldo not telling him plan. Mm-mm. He. It was definitely Haldo's fault. No, because no, because at the beginning of the movie, when remember when Poe could have, you know, called off the attack on the dreadnought. You know, he he lost all the bombers. He lost almost all the A wings. You know, and he, he. And that's another thing with Star Wars that a whole, whole lot of contradictions with everything nowadays. Like, we just got the uh, Poe Dameron book finished. That's, a, and that's one of my favorite, like, that's such so, so, so a series. Like, I really like the character of Poe Dameron, but in that series, he learns so much that it's like to, that he's not the leader of the Resistance, that there are other people besides him. And then he has to learn that again in The Last Jedi. And then and again, at the time of the release of The Last Jedi, he's not... Like, the Poe Dameron book hadn't finished coming out yet. But there's other factors in that as well. And, you know, you need to... Like, if, if you're... T- like, Rebecca Roanhorse. Uh, she wrote the uh, Resistance Re- Reborn book, which was supposed to be, you know, like, Del Rey called essential reading for the rise of Skywalker. You know, that's a book that really it, it it's it's mainly a Poe Dameron book, and there are a lot of things in that book that don't end up like being even referenced in the movie. Like in, in the book, you find out that the that at the Battle of Crate when they send out the call for help, it's not the call for help at the, at the Battle of Crate. There's a lot of People you know, being like, oh, like the reason that nobody answered the call was because no, was was everybody was being taken by the first order for probably for Project Resurrection. No, probably because of the probably because the first order was like rounding people up that had anything to do with the resistance. And and then in 
And it was probably Poe? because they also, maybe they were jamming them. Mm, probably not. Which is why, like, he, no one could answer the call. Because they were all being, because the call was, like, jammed. No, because remember, Connex says that, like, the that the call had, had been received at multiple points. Like, people heard the message. But, anyway, and in the book, we see Poe, you know, like, find out about that. We see, like, Poe learns about... Or people being taken and then even in the rise of skywalker when he's talking to zori up, up on the rooftops he's he's like Every, everybody's just get given up no everybody was being kidnapped and then that's why i feel may, may, maybe it was just you know recognizing the millennium falcon and in the rise of skywalker but i that makes the galaxy fleet seem just coming out of nowhere because like i'm a person that you know is starting to read and watch everything even for this for this podcast, but it like you know I, I spent a, a lot of time you know, reading that book and, and I was really invested and I really enjoyed it. I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be really cool. Like seeing things that I've read in this book pay off in the Rise of Skywalker, and then it just didn't, just didn't do that. And of course, this you gotta well, you don't have to have everything in continuity be completely accurate. I would like it if, you know, like, you could have some things that are just, like, if you could have some things that are there and just let them stay there. Like, if you have an entire comic series where, where like, two times, where if two times Poe has to learn to, has, has, has to learn to, to be a leader, then maybe, maybe don't do that in a movie, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Um... And let's just talk about things we love with Star Wars, okay? What do you think of the Clone Wars right now? Pretty good. We talked about this on Friday during our uh, Clone Wars review. Ahsoka is back. I have any other thoughts after, you know, after sleeping on the episode? No, not really. No? Uh, kind of a smaller episode, I feel. You know, I, 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 I kind of hope that the... Uh, that we get to see more stuff with Ahsoka. Of course, we'll see see more stuff with Ahsoka. I, I, I think it's gonna be, be really interesting to like go back and rewatch Revenge of the Sith. Now that we know what's happening with um, like on Mandalore. Like like as soon like right after the series finale for Clone Wars, I'm just gonna go on to like I mean I'll I'll, I'll already be on Disney Plus. I'm just gonna go back. I mean, we'll do the podcast of course. Then I think we're gonna just go. Right in and uh, rewatch uh, episode three. Yeah. I think we need to talk about this in the last episode. The uh, Disney Plus slate for April. It's, uh. You know, we see, like, episode nine of the Clone Wars season seven, which is the beginning of, of the Siege of Mandalore arc. We're gonna be seeing the. Uh, we're gonna be seeing the kidnapping of Palpatine. And this is stuff, Actually you know, see it happen. I no, not actually not see it happen. I just, we're going to see them get just, the call. I just, like, hope that we see it happen. So, yeah, and I think I said this, I, I wasn't expecting this uh, season to tie in with the end of the Sith. I mean, like, of course we knew that was going to happen. I just didn't think it was going to happen, like, so soon. Like, first episode of the arc. But uh, I guess it, it, it is, and we're going to get to see 
quarter six six. Like I, I, I wouldn't be sad about seeing the finale be, um, you know, like just immediately after order 66 and the formation of the empire like that would be su super cool, cool to see like what happens Im immediately after that is there any political stuff that happens like besides people speaking the, out and then being silenced i think that would be really interesting to see besides like the uh stuff where it's like the palpatine gives that speech that's like the now we have an empire i think we'll see that because we know that we're going to be seeing because because you know that we're seeing the like at least some scenes in animated form like with the meeting with the meeting with Palpatine or not the meeting with Palpatine the meeting when that like, was like that the, was in the council that, that wasn't in that spot that that meeting was like in the council chamber or whatever it's no called. wasn't that no that meeting was in uh no we were talking about the meeting when they, when they decide that they have to uh they have um the meeting that they said they have to like remove the uh, the, the chancellor from office uh in commerce and also like go, like going back to the beginning of the podcast if you guys haven't seen clone wars and you don't like the prequels this is a series that makes the prequels so much better I mean, if like if you had problems with how anakin and obi-wan didn't seem like they were friends uh, Clone Wars fix th fixes that. Uh, it fixes, you know, like, if if you felt like Anakin's turn to the dark side seemed kind of, like, abrupt, Clone Wars fixes that, too. Because, like, you in Clone Wars, we see Anakin have to... A few times, and, like, he makes the risky choice of, to, like, save Anakin and or Padme. And that kind of makes it seem like, you know, Revenge of the Sith is, like, an immediate continuation of the Clone Wars animated series, which, of course, now it is. So. What do you think of the news of uh, Rosario Dawson in The Mandalorian? So if you guys... Know. So if you guys are Mandalorian fans and you, and you haven't seen... Clone Wars or Rebels, which Rebels is good. Like Rebels season one isn't very good, but after that it gets really good. Uh, but we gotta watch Clone Wars first and then watch Rebels because um, you know Ahsoka Tano, she's Anakin's apprentice in, in Clone Wars animated series. Is the she's gonna be the well, she's gonna be a huge part in season two of The Mandalorian, which I'm, I'm super excited for. I don't know about huge part, but probably yeah. a pretty important part because at the at the end of season one, he's looking for the Jedi so that he can return, so he can bring ba Baby Yoda back to his family, which of course I mean, of course it's not his actual family because his actual family we, we we don't know the names of, but I mean, the Jedi at this point, Ahsoka Tano, Luke Skywalker, gonna be pretty interesting to see. Sorry, my sister was down here trying to be annoying. I don't know. Oh no, I just fell off the catwalk as Obi Wan. Not Han this time. This time it was Obi Wan that fell off the catwalk. Should I be BB-8? Sure. Oh, there's one kill left. Oh, you're gonna get him anyway. Okay. Yeah. 
So. What else, really? We can watch. I'm trying to think if you have anything else to talk about. That's about it. All right, guys. Well, we are the Mandalorian Podcast. Hit us up uh, at uh, MandalorianPodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Send us f- feedback. We're thinking about making this just a Patreon-only show. So this would, this could be the, um, this could be just like the last episode of Mandalorian and script's going to drop on the main feed. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not really sure if we're going to do that yet, or, or what. Uh, we'll, so yeah, so send us f- feedback about anything Star Wars, really. No, go back, we're going to keep playing. Uh, send it, so yeah, send it to the... Mandalor- so send it to mandalorianpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read your email here on the show uh, Instagram uh, at kid commentaries network and you know at, it's at, that's our Instagram at kid commentaries network uh, and then you can find in, information there about all our podcasts not just this show we have a lot of podcasts right now uh, check out our website which is kidcommentariesnetwork.com. We update that regularly with news about any of our podcasts, or all of them, really. So, and five-star reviews. Leave us a five-star review to help people find the show a lot easier, quicker. You know, man, uh, Disney Plus is, is about to release in the UK, so we want people to get on the... Jump, you know, we want people to look for a Mandalorian podcast and be drawn to, to this one. Alright guys, well we are the man, alright well, I, I'm Drew Gretsch. And I'm Owen Gretsch. Thanks so much for listening, stay inside, stay safe, and may the force be with you.